You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Our names are Dante Serechia and Tyler Hoskin. For years, we sat in front of silver screens, silently watching programs filled with regular people who become heroes. Now, we not so humbly take it upon ourselves to tell you about them and their stories. Together, we review and rank the superhero and comic book theme shows airing today. To do so, we have to become someone else. And as partners, we must become something else. We are the Super Boob Tube Dudes. Welcome to the Super Boob Tube Dudes podcast. Try editing that, Tyler. <laughs> the, the, what, how do we do the show again? I'm Dandy Strecchia. I'm Tyler Hoskin, I think. <laughs> and we're the dudes. Um, oh, man, we're so much fun when we have two weeks off. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we took a little uh, time off there with just the shows being how, how they are and our you know, lives getting in the way, as per usual. Um, but today we are talking about the last episode of the Loki series and uh, the last two weeks of Flash. And we did not get to the latest episode of good old Legends of Tamale. Uh, so we're going to talk about the week before. And that's pretty much it. A little little bit of uh, talk about the uh, cool new trailer that we got for Marvel and Disney Plus's what if series which is canon in the mcu uh, and perfect timing too for that show right taylor i mean to like drop literally between the penultimate and final episode of loki because it just all makes sense now oh yeah uh, especially that it's that confirmed to be in the mcu um and, and interesting too because uh, on another point like they make a mention uh, and i don't know why this means anything or if it means anything, but like they said that a lot, I guess when the first you know reports of the show and everything was coming out that we would be getting, you know, these actors back as these characters. And it doesn't look like, even though Marvel has stated that he was coming back, but Robert Downey Jr. Not voicing Iron Man, um, which is interesting. And he's like the only cast member that really didn't come back for the main cast of those, uh, you know, MCU character and then you know, type, type characters. And then, and not, like I said, not that it really means anything or maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, I don't know, but him like unfollowing people, like cast members of the MCU on Instagram, right. like it just, he could just be purging social media. I don't know, but uh, just very interesting. Um, and that's really all I have to say about it, <laughs> which is just, it's just like, yeah, okay, it happened. And what of it? I, I don't know. So why speculate? But it's just, it's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're going to talk about these other shows and then I'm, we're going to deep dive on some crazy speculation. And, uh, since this Loki show really uh, brought up a million questions. Uh, we're going to talk about the, you know, what if and scenarios and, and, and all that stuff. And, and I think that's, it's going to be a lot of fun, but first 
What uh, what do you think about what's going on with the Flash? These last two episodes uh, had us uh, reintroduced to uh, the Godspeed, right? Yes. Now we had um, now re- refresh my memory a bit on this, but we had all these Godspeeds come. It was like six or seven or whatever, and then we realized there was another six or seven from a different part of the timeline that were from the future or whatever. And they were fighting the other Godspeeds and they were trying to trap them. And we got the appearance of Diggle and he gave them like a device that could help trap them, which didn't end up working. Well, it worked um, for that's, a minute. And then... Yeah. And then they ended up be like upgrading or whatever, like, cause they're clone robot clone things. I like it's very interesting. I'm so confused. Yeah, it, it is very confusing. Like, are they robots? They talk in like dial-up <laughs> language, yeah. and uh, like, but they're clones. I, I think they're like in a combination of some kind of cybernetic clone hybrid thing, uh, which is just very weird. And there's not a lot of answers. It's just they're clones of this guy named August. They need to find this guy, and he is the guy. He is the original Godspeed from the future. And then we, we get introduced at the end with, uh, or is it at the end, uh, with uh, New Nora? New Nora. Or is that and, the next episode? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. New Nora and Bart show up at the end of this first episode. Right. And that was great. I was like, oh, shit. Bart's actually pretty cool, and his costume doesn't look as shitty as they, like, photoshopped it <laughs> on that picture, like, two months ago. Um, but, yeah, I mean, them in action is awesome. And I love the fact they addressed in the next episode that, it's new Nora. It, it, you know, this is the the newest timeline, uh, you know, since Nora had to be erased from existence after everything transpired the last season. Or was it season before? I can't remember. Anyway, it's a different timeline, Nora, and she has a brother. And it's like really cool. I like the family dynamic. I thought them, you know, uh, risking it all to come to the past to try and stop, uh, you know, uh, try and figure out what's going on with August. Uh, and, you know, because he's like, I don't know, he came from the future and lost his memories and he doesn't know who he is. And then, like, later on in the episode, they try and transfer some kind of brain memory speed force waves or whatever into him. Is that right? It's getting very weird on this yeah, show. Yeah, I'm very confused. I'm not but, but I mean, I, yeah, but at the same time, I'm not not enjoying it like i actually enjoyed this last episode it was i really thought it was a lot of fun it was a great episode for sure it it is just very like uh we don't have cisco to explain everything (laughs) oh and also cisco came in for like five minutes half second yeah which was cool i was like oh shit was not expecting him two episodes after he left (laughs) you know uh but yeah so then they figure out that there's way more of these clones and now that barry has not joined one side of He's totally like on the table for, you know, to be killed by these clones if they get in their way in the way of their war. And then we figure out after everything that is kind of going on that they're not really after Barry. They're after uh, I was going to say Wally, but they're after his his son. They're after Impulse. And what do they call him again? I said his name earlier. I don't know why I can't. Bart. Bart. So, um. which is another thing. And, and also, <clears throat> we, excuse me, we got 
Jay Garrick back, and he got his speed back somehow with all this yeah, craziness when, going on. When the speed force got restarted. Yeah, yeah. So and that's cool if we get do uh, uh, we get Jay back? And now, now if we can go back in time, um, just a, a little bit. I, I thought he, he he was dead, right? And then he was reborn when the multiverse came back into existence after uh yeah because he he did the whole when the he ran on the treadmill and like blew up treadmill and blew up and disappeared right but yeah i guess and then yeah the the earth prime and everything and crisis and then the birth of the multiverse was slowly coming back and he got his speed back like he was there at the end of crisis without speed Right. Okay. Uh, I was just 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 trying to refresh the old memory there because he hasn't been in, in a long time. But I loved him. I loved him coming back. I thought that was great. And to realize that he is kind of like a godfatherish type character to Bart, um, and then his like death was a big meaningful thing because we find out Godspeed is Bart's thon, like to Barry and. You know, Barry's mother's death is equivalent to Jay's death. It was just very interesting how they kind of played that dynamic. Like, they're very similar in that way. Um, in, like, the whole uh, arch nemesis sort of thing. Yeah. But, uh, and so, I mean, he, he's he's the one that all the Speed Force, or not the Speed Force, all the Godspeeds are after, right? And did we we didn't resolve it this issue did we there it's still kind of happening they didn't stop them or did the, uh, i just am no, i just not remember well no well they kind of did and and didn't at the same time cuz august is still around yeah so at the end of the episode they like went into um you know how they were able to go into the people's minds a while back uh huh they've gone very went into uh august hearts who is godspeed into his mind and then barry is now faced with the real godspeed in his mind oh correct that's right so when they linked minds yeah he is trapped inside of his mind now right and yes that that was an interesting little take at the end so then we get you know a completely different guy in a suit because every godspeed is like super tall and super ripped yeah. and then we get august who's in the suit and he's like that's not the same guy <laughs> Definitely not. The same i was guy. like wait a second hey, <laughs> it doesn't no make any sense heck. he's like i made clones but i made them big <laughs> yeah. well, probably what uh, happened. right right why not uh so yeah so that was kind of cool i mean you get like the whole voice he's doing and you know all the different modulation and amplification of his crazy speed boy evil speed voice uh but I know I thought that was pretty cool, and, I, and I, I'm I'm not hating this season. I just kind of feel like it's all over the place. Um, it, you know what I mean? Like it's it, it really hasn't been amazing, but it's been good. It, it's just yeah. been good, and I, and I was all for the like the the different stories every couple episodes and stuff. But it seems like they kind of went a little too far, uh, except for now. Like the all Godspeed stuff's kind of on track, but. Uh, it's still like it doesn't feel like it has that much of a direction. I, I don't know what's going on. I, like I'm so confused still with the what uh, whatever force 
and Iris. Uh, you know, I, I'm not hating the stuff with Joe and uh, what's her face and her like quote unquote brother who's a murderer. And now, uh, what what what's her name? Um, she's like, she was supposed to be dead. Like, who is she? What is well, she? Yeah, exactly. What and who is she now? I guess. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, I, I, is it a crisis involved thing or is it? I, I just, I really don't know. And I, I'm interested in that. Like, I, I just like, it, it seems minuscule compared to the big, to the grand stuff that's kind of happening with flash and flash family and all that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the, the, I, it's weird. I, I feel like the show's kind of gone down since the, uh, you know, the, the death of the wells and, and all that craziness but i i don't know i i think i'm hoping this next episode will be uh, a little bit of uh, closure and like uh, you know true to form let's bring everybody back i mean we've got allegra's story and uh, you know her sister dying and that little conversation they had you know her and uh chester had that was not bad like i was like oh shit like everyone's finding out this stuff and I just feel like we need the family back. Just give me a, like a little team and go and do your flash stuff. Right. And, you know, send your kids back to the future and let's deal with stuff in central city again. Like it kind of may, it just seems a little bit out there right now. And I don't really want that right now with the flash. Like I need a little bit more grounded. Um, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's just something they can't do or, too much of that i really don't uh, i guess the, the the villain of the week stuff's kind of passed but i'm kind of yearning for that again <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. uh, uh any what else do you think about about it uh, uh this this couple episodes I, it's definitely getting interesting for sure the fact that everything is kind of actually happening with godspeed and we're not just getting a random oh look it's a godspeed episode rah right and then it's over yeah yeah it's actually we're getting some kind of arc yeah so that'll be interesting to see what happens there right right all right well uh that's the flash um now this this episode of tomorrow i thought it was pretty good it was very like very meta um i mean they're looking for aliens and things and they end up getting involved with like this old TV show Birad used to watch and uh, all kinds of, you know, crazy time travel you know, tropes kind of ensue with this. And then <laughs> just, they, they're almost like making fun of all themselves and the show and how it affects you. And then also making fun of like, the whole like baby Yoda Disney thing. Like this is like a whole amalgamation of stuff. Yeah. It's very, it's very interesting. Like the aliens, a cute pink little alien that screams and latches on to, uh, uh, this, the star's brother. Who's like the showrunner of this weird show that we ride used to watch. And then, uh, certain things happen in the past and it changes Barad, which was really interesting. I thought that was kind of cool because they've never really done this before. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but they've uh, never really had like a personal change with the timeline or with 
an individual's no, life changing. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And and then what did you think about the idea that we can bring in the other Zari? I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I like that twist. That's a good twist to have for sure. Yeah, it, it was great. And I mean, now we can see her with Nate. And I like how that relationship is like blossomed again. Like Nate was inside the totem and then they bring him out. And then and now the Zari can switch. Yeah. And, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's going to bring in definitely a new dynamic to the to the team it's like they have a whole new member of the team but they don't <laughs> they're saving money on one actress yeah exactly and, <laughs> and have two very different characters yeah they're they're so different which is really cool and i i i'm so happy that they're able to figure out a way to bring her back because i know that she's been in here and there and she's in a totem but like swapping out which is a really cool idea and, you know, and and no John in this episode, no Constantine. Um, He's finding whatever that thing is. Uh, well, and then you know, trying to get his magic back. Yeah, that's that. what I mean. Like whatever that. Right. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, that we, like uh, Gary and him were talking about that last episode. And I forget. What right. That's that special thing at the whatever it was on the altar or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So that that's kind of cool. And I'm assuming that's where the next episode is going to go because I was going to start. Excuse me, I was going to start the next episode, and it showed John like right at the start. I was like, ah, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time in this. Uh, but but yeah, man, I, I I'm I, and then also this interesting uh, flirtiness going on with Barad and uh, Astra, <laughs> with his like his personality changes through time. It kind of like turned her on a bit, and she was like, oh damn. <laughs> yeah. How was this possible? Everyone was thinking because <laughs> he's like this like hippie stoner dude, yeah. and uh, he was so different. But I don't know. I, I'm interested. Uh, I really didn't think I was going to uh, like be able to stand. Like I liked the rod, but <laughs> be able to stand him <laughs> for very long. <laughs> and I like that they focused a whole story uh, based around him. You know, r- rather than him kind of just interplaying with the group or him and his sister. It was like all him. And it was like really good, like dramatic stuff that, uh, that I don't know. It made him a little bit more interesting and, um, you know, not just this one dimensional stoner kid, you know, that, and, and like, he's 25, like, fuck that. He's like fucking 35. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was just funny. So like his old birthday stuff going on and, um, it was all, him it was it was a really centralized story and i thought it was pretty cool playing with the whole tv show aspect but um what what else what else about the episode anything you you liked or or excited about for because i still don't know what really is going on in this season that's just that's my only gripe with this whole thing is i what is actually happening it's just episode to episode and aliens yeah pretty much (laughs) exactly yeah yeah uh, and that's kind of the the, the light running theme is oh we gotta stop this alien yeah, <laughs> or yeah. send it back to its own time or whatever. Sorry, what's going on now? Yeah, it's it's kind of, after uh, Sarah came back, it's kind of like off the rails a little bit. Oh, and, and then the Rory story with his daughter and oh yeah, that was pulling funny. her through time and she's pregnant and yeah. everyone thinking he's gonna kill her, <laughs> her boyfriend. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that was pretty good. And I, I'm, it, it's weird because knowing that he's not going to be around the show after this season, like knowing he's gone, 
and or you know however long he's going to stay. Yeah. But I, I'm 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 like I'm really hanging on all the story beats that Rory has now. Sure. So I'm like I'm really invested in all the stuff he's in uh in, in this show. So it's it's interesting to see what they're what they're doing with uh yeah, progressing with yeah, his exit. They're giving him a nice send off. I think so too. I I mean like you know be your you know your you know, your daughter's dad and live your life as a grandpa or whatever you're going to do. It's just, it, it kind of seems nice, right? It's like yeah. this old criminal who's just kind of a dirt bag beer drinker, uh, you know, can kind of like take it easy. You know, he's not going to be put in prison and he can kind of live the last bits of his life, you know, however he wants, which is not so bad. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Now comes uh, all the Lokiness. Uh, all the Lokiness. <laughs> um, oh, you don't want to do soups first, and then Loki? oh Jesus Christ! I almost forgot about Superman. <laughs> yes, Superman and Lois. Uh, yeah, let's let's do that. Uh, what did you think about this episode? I I thought it was great. It, it's always always been great. Yeah, they did a really good job, I think, of putting things and like showing. I mean, how, they, like this Superman is different from the one from the other world. Sure, right? like it was. Yeah, a huge difference. Yeah, and again, we get Diggle back, and he's kind of a bigger part. Uh, you know, kind of voices his opinion, and uh, I think he kind of sways our uh, John Henry a little bit. You know, along with Lois. And and Lois telling him the secret, you know, like just the emotion, dude, oh, yeah, you know, sure. all that the drama she brings in like the best way possible. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, telling him like my husband is Clark, Clark is Superman. You know, he's not the same. He, he has a family. He's different than the one you knew. And like all these elements are very important. And I, I, I love that we I, I really wasn't expecting it. But I I love that they were able to close this out, like him fighting off this, you know, Zod coming back through Clark, which was awesome. I I really wasn't expecting it to like start last episode and end this episode. You know what I mean? I mean, we still have, uh, you know, we we still have. um, Well, yeah, the thing uh, with with uh, Edge is not over, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's like. This part of that story is over, but now is the next one. And what is that going to be? Yeah. It's it's, it's kind of cool. Like we still have Morgan Edge looming over the whole season, yeah. but this part of the story has been resolved. And I I love that the the direction they're able to write this show in, where you're like, oh shit, all that weights off my mind. I'm not hanging at the edge of my seat like for eight episodes. You know what I mean? And we can still move on. And there's still a villain around who's the same villain. It's very interesting, you know, how how this this show is kind of taking it uh, the way it is uh, being it's the, still the first season. It's it's jam packed with story. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. It's just it, grand. It really, really is. Uh, and, and I love. Oh, and one thing we never really talked about, which I thought was kind of funny. But the whole division or, or or you know whatever room or whatever that uh, General Lane had all like the Superman weapon stuff in, 
is uh seven seven three four or whatever it is and like upside down and backwards it spells hell <laughs> right yeah yeah i thought that was right i don't know if we brought that up i thought that was pretty cool um but yeah and and you know and then i i feel like it was a little bit quick and easy for john henry to kind of make up his mind and give superman a chance but at the same time it was like man it must have really hit hard well and i think you know I think all the was, stuff lois told us talking yeah about. i think it was easy yeah. easier because lois said it right it yeah exactly because, lois because it is, came from her yeah because lois in the other universe is it was his, his wife, wife yeah and mm-hmm. to to have that trust between the two of them saying like listen superman is clark and like superman is my husband like right and he's got two kids we have a family we move here from fucking metropolis yeah, exactly it's like it's like. like all this stuff he has so much stuff to live for and, and so many things to like like he will fight for his family more than he will fight for the country yeah and to you have know that or realization the realization that like as much as john had knew about superman like he knew about all yeah. the kal-el stuff and blah 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 sure. and where he came from and everything about him except he didn't know he was clark kent right which is right. still hilarious to me his glasses and a different haircut i i know <laughs> and it, well it's and especially if you're like investigating as hard as you are exactly. you're gonna figure it out if you're just passing him on the street and you don't know shit from whatever you know, you're For probably sure. not going to notice. It's a it's a practical disguise that it would actually work. I mean, it's it's been proven well, it's <laughs> by been Henry Cavill yeah. himself. Exactly. It's <laughs> you know, at conventions and stuff. For years, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and it works. It's but if you are actively investigating and invested in it, you're going to figure it out. And maybe he wasn't trying to figure out who he was because it didn't matter at the time. Superman's out here killing everybody anyway. So right, who yeah. cares who he was? I don't but care who he's, he's trying to be. Well, if you're already with Lois and yeah. you know, what was Clark doing before he got on the black suit and started killing everybody in his universe anyway? We have no idea. Right. But uh yeah, it, it's 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 still pretty pretty cool. Like everything that's kind of transpired this this season and and, and you know, bringing in John and bringing in, well, bringing in Diggle as, as, as was the John I was thinking, of. <laughs> but then bringing in John Henry Irons, his last couple episodes, and all that storyline taking place. Yeah, there's been so much shit that happened in just three episodes. The guy's been in the show, and it's been great. And I'm glad they didn't drag stuff out with him. Like he was in it in the suit. Who's this fucking guy in the suit? Here he is, and they give us all that information. Then he's gone. And now he's back. And it was just like everything has been pieced and put together for this these first like 10, 12 episodes. And it's just been like just perfectly timed out and paced out. And like I said, from like earlier, uh, you know, in the last couple episodes, like the, the show feels like a friggin movie. They have just pieced together in different episodes. It's very yeah. weird how different it is from all the other shows. And I'm so excited that that it, you know it's a thing because it's it's one of the best Superman uh, things that's kind of really been out there in a long time. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I really know if there's any you know much more to talk about. I mean, they they ended up stopping Edge and 
uh, you know, at least the, the, yeah, they got him in the cell and, uh, I, I love that they, you know, they used the, whatever bits of the weapon they could to, to stop edge and Superman just punches him out. <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> but that was pretty good. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's such a good show and everyone does such a great job. I mean, the kids too. And I, I one thing though, uh, in this episode when they had like the little water, uh, like I know they want to show the family getting back together and all this stuff, but it was just so poorly placed. That whole <laughs> water balloon fight. It was like, you can save that for the end of the episode. Okay. Then I would yeah, believe it. I, yeah, <laughs> I was it like, was, what is this waste of my time? <laughs> it was nice to see though, in that aspect, like they were absolutely with each other in the beginning of the series and now right, the right. whole friggin' town hates them because of the whole edge yeah they're the spray painting on the windows and them trying to figure out how to get it off and then getting into a water fight save it for the end of the episode <laughs> that and then cliffhanger or end the episode with edge in the cell in the middle of the episode or first like 25 minutes of it i'm like this doesn't it just it, it threw me out of the show for a second uh, you know, I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, why? Why? It just, it didn't feel emotionally right for everything that was still to come with Superman, Lois, and then uh, John making those decisions. You're having the power to make the life and death decisions that he was having, you know, in the desert fighting Superman that was trying to, you know, take control, back control of his own psyche. It was just, it just didn't feel rightly placed in the episode. Very poorly edited, in, in my opinion. But other than that, I thought, I thought everything was really, it, it really worked well. Um, I mean, it's something I could totally look over, but I just had to mention it because it just felt very weird for me watching it. And I, I think I was watching it while washing dishes, and it was still, <laughs> it still like <laughs> threw me back. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, that that's Superman and Lois. Uh, man, I don't remember what episode it was. Like, was it twelve or thirteen, fourteen? Oh God! Uh, it seems like this show's gone been on for two seasons now, but it's only been one. That episode. No, it's fourteen. Thir- 12. 12, 12. Oh, okay. Tonight, okay. Tonight is thirteen. Okay, very good, very good. And tonight is Tuesday night. Um. Oh. All right. Well. Uh, yeah, so now we're going to get down to the craziness of, of, of Loki. Um, and the rest of the show is just Loki. So hold on to your butts. <laughs> Strap in. Um, yeah, yeah. Buckle up, bitches, as Scary Terry says. <laughs> um, now, uh, th- this, so the show ha- has ended but has just changed everything about the MCU. And uh, we leave off with, or we start off, I guess, you know, I'm already thinking about the episode before. Uh, we, we start off with uh, the uh, defeat of Elias or trickery of Elias. Uh, and by the hands of Sylvie and they, you know, they enchant her or chant Elias away and there's the opening to the end of time, like because yeah. they're in the void and they're not in the end of time. They're in the void and there is the end of time. And they step through and I don't know uh, if 
if this was just a, a, a fun opening they wanted to do with the show or if this was them traveling through the end of time. Uh, but the opening of the show with the whole universe and then all the MCU talk and lines we've heard and then stuff from like Greta Thunberg and, uh, uh, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson and all those other characters, real life people, they integrated into all of that as everyone's kind of talking and jumbled up. I don't know if that's them traveling through universe to universe or whatever and showing the Big Bang and all those different black hole universe things or whatever. I don't know if that's them traveling through or if that was just something they wanted to add in the beginning. And that's still not clear um, because then that kind of confuses. I don't know. It kind of confuses where they are. We know where, they're, where they are. But they end up getting to the Citadel. What did you think of the opening? I thought that was really cool. It was Yeah, it was a great opening for sure. Love like I, I, it just looked amazing. Like it was beautiful and fast and dark and all the colors and and they made it look really, really good. I was like, oh, dude, like, like I, I was like, I have to watch just this part again, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so they're there at the Citadel at the end of time, and you know they're gonna go in. And it's it's based it's it's Sylvie's mission to kill this you know mother effer <laughs> wherever he wherever this person is whoever this person is, and then we get our first jump scare like introducing the MCU to horror <laughs> already, uh, you know prepping us for the craziness of Doctor Strange that's coming. Yep. But it's it's Miss Minutes and you're like oh shit like. What is she doing here? How is she here? And she basically gives them like uh, she basically gives them the abridged version of what the per- who the person they meet, you know, ends up trying to give them later on, um, you know, eh, sort of, eh, sort of. Yeah. And sort of, for sure. yeah, kind of sort of. But also like, you know what? We have a place for you. I don't know if it's a lie at first, but it's like she's like, we have a place for you in this universe together. Like, you can go and do whatever you want. You can win. You can get the Infinity Gauntlet, and blah, blah, blah. And, you you know, you, you know, with Sylvie, she, your memories will be loaded with, you know, happy times and family and all this blah, blah, blah stuff. And you won't be basically – she's basically saying you won't be who you are now. You won't remember who you are now. Not, not saying these words exactly, but she's basically saying, like, we're going to set you in the timeline where you're all set. <laughs> and they're like – F you, basically. Like, we've come yeah. here to do what we're going to come do. And I, I, lo- I thought that was really cool. It's, it's like the, these characters progress in the way they should progress. You know, it, it, they have grown so much that they can put aside all of the things that they've wanted, which is crazy to me. You know, it, it, it may be more crazy for Sylvie, but uh, crazy for her mostly crazy for her because we've already seen so much character growth with loki himself like he he has made these decisions he's he already said in the last two episodes like i'm not that guy you know talking with uh sylvie wrapping her with a you know uh a blanket and telling her like i'm not that person he's like i won't betray you i won't do these things that i've done all my life because i'm not going to be that person and it's it's awesome to like get that confirmation and not be lied to as you know the audience. But Sylvie is you know she's on her mission too, and she's she is the one who would absolutely take this. Like, give me the life that you stole from me. 
but she's so pissed off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's so much. She has so much more anger than she does. Uh, you know, want that life that she'd rather finish her mission and just take a breath than than take this deal. So Miss Minutes is like, peace. Okay, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> you know, well, and okay. and then, yeah, it, it's awesome. I mean, she gives them, she, uh, you know, whether it's a lie or not, like you said, like, would she and whoever's at the end of time, he who remains, she calls him, uh, you know, you know, would that have worked? Like, I'm assuming it would have, I don't know if she would have lied. I mean, if, if the, you know, one who remains would have. Yeah. I think think if they would have said, yeah, I think it was true, right? Because he, uh, the, obviously as we find out later on, he's like, uh, he, and he obviously knew what was going to happen, but he thought he'd give it a shot. Sure. But, well, yeah, why not? I mean, it, this is probably the most excitement he's had in millions of years. Yeah, <laughs> even though he has the uh, script. Well, it, well, exactly. I mean, you know, you, you never know. I mean, these, these characters have gotten this far. And, I mean, maybe just because he's seen it all happen, played out, written out on paper. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they could, you know, I don't know, it, it could be different this time because I'm sure he has gone through many different scenarios. Like he said, he's like, I've gone through all the scenarios now, whether the, and when we meet him, he says this, but whether he means that in a sense that he has, he has literally seen all those scenarios or, right. you know, and changed them or he has just thought about them and made the, you know, course corrections to to make sure that those scenarios don't happen so these are the questions that we're going to be i'm going to be bringing up here a little later on so they go through they the door opens and we get to see jonathan majors as this character and he's kind of like he's kind of like a clown he's kind of you know like you know, he, he knows what's going on. He doesn't care. He's kind of aloof and he's eating an apple and he's like, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, he wasn't expecting, like, he says he wasn't expecting you or whatever it was. And, uh, and it, it's, it's really cool. Like, we get this complete exposition dump. And I mean, a lot of people, I'm sure, hate it. I thought it was absolutely necessary. And, I think. What, what do you think about it? I think it really worked in like in favor of the show, but in also in favor of the MCU moving forward. Oh yeah, no, I totally, I'm on, totally on board with all of this. Yeah, I, I mean, I, people are thinking, oh, it's gonna be King Loki. We saw this King Loki on a throne in the trailer. Total lie from Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> like whether that's shot for some other thing yeah, or exactly. they're gonna put it in season two. Like it was an absolute lie, like Hulk running through Wakanda. <laughs> you know, yeah. th- this was it was a total, total diversion, which was it's crazy that Marvel does this. Like, I and I love it because now it's like we need to decipher which is the lie <laughs> in every trailer. <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. Like, okay, so <laughs> yeah, take your, your bets. Which one's the lie? <laughs> yeah, your team is dedicated to whipping up a alternate but sl- only slightly <laughs> alternate trailer well, now version it's like, of the movie or tv show right right screw with the fans yours is well now everyone's used. like yeah all the promo. fans now are like 
or who are who are uh, looking at these trailers now, they're like they're like, okay, uh, which one of these assholes who made the trailer is making a multiverse version of this trailer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. then, and then so... one day they'll just throw out the real trailer with all the actual details, <laughs> and we won't actually right. know. And then, oh, you sons of bitches! Yeah, like they erased this universe. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. So he he talks about he, he, you know after trying to you know after avoiding all the death strikes from uh Sylvie herself and Loki's kind of like I'm interested I want to hear more and please Sylvie stop trying to kill him <laughs> so he tells them that I am from the 31st century I found the multiverse and universe stacked on top of universe and then, you know, we were all kind of peaceful. All of our my variants were kind of peaceful since we were the smartest ones who were doing this. And, uh, you know, whether they're ver- my variant or not, it was these people that we were, uh, uh, you know, he was kind of communing with through the universe and sharing resources and blah, blah, blah. And then there were the bad ones that started this war. And, uh, you know, we now this is an interesting part, too. You're like, oh, there's War of the Multiverses. Why? You know, <laughs> is it? it well, well, it's interesting too because it kind it may it's a it's a huge issue because if, at least for me thinking about it just now, like I didn't really think about this till now. But why was there a war? Now, is it because one Kang wants to succeed? Is it because a you know a resource gathering thing? Are we killing off universes just because we're evil? Like, what is this? What, what, or is it, you know, now we're warring because these people are trying to steal from us? Uh, it well, could yeah, be like exactly. a whole multitude of it things. Was, yeah, exactly. It's going to, who knows what actually prompted the entire war or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's a matter well, and, of one, one wanted to have more than one universe at their fingertips. Sure. And, Another one said, "No, fuck you, man." And then another one was like, "Yeah, I'm, right, uh, right. Uh, I'm, I'm with this guy. Fuck you." But no, I'm with this guy. I want all the universes. <laughs> right. But I don't want him it's to crazy. win. I'm going to win. Exactly. And, and 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 I guess maybe it doesn't matter. But I kind of want it to matter. <laughs> and, and it well, I, and I, I want answers. Well, and we might. But get it comes answers. to the end. Yeah, and we might get answers later down the road. But and but now we. You know, we we come to our, uh, I guess, Kang or, you know, the one who remains. Um, he is a Kang. I mean, he, he is a variant of the character Kang. Uh, and interesting enough, just to sidebar this, this was the role that got him, Jonathan Majors, the role for Ant-Man. He was just just for this show. And they liked him so much, they cast him in Ant-Man. Oh, nice. So when when, when like they yeah how you played this character so much we're yes. gonna write you into a movie yes That's and then I find that so fucking cool like and we heard about this casting or rumors of casting month nine almost a year ago for Ant Man and the Wasp and granted they you know they've been you know doing all this Loki stuff for for so long already and the pandemic happened and all that stuff but just knowing that like he came in and did this one episode which took probably uh you know four or five days and him clowning around and improving no less. Like he read the script, knew the script, you know, you know, hand and foot. And he said he improv most of these lines, you know, and doing his own little, cause he, I guess he said he's a trained clown. 
And I don't know if that, you know, he's just like putting himself down or if he actually went to clown school or whatever. But he's like, yeah. And he improved like the way he walks and talks and the speech and like him dancing on the table, all the craziness, like all that stuff is just his acting and it's fucking brilliant. Love it. And I, I, I love it, dude. I love it so much. And it brought so much character to that character, whether that character is gone forever or not. That one specific Kang, one above, one I was going to say one above all, that's a different character. Uh, one who remains, uh, it's just, it's, it was so interesting to watch him. Um, like I, I couldn't wait to watch this episode a second time. Uh, and so we hear all this stuff that's going on and he gives them the, the choice, basically. He's like, look, you're here obviously you're trying to kill me. He's like, obviously, you're here to do whatever you're going to do. He's like, I know what you're going to do. That's why my little timepiece on my wrist is programmed to know when to escape and evade your, you know, your, your death bullshit. So uh, he, he's like, I, I got it all sorted out. And and he tells him, he's like, look, you could take this, you, you know, and you could do what I do. He's like, I'm old. Like, I don't look old. I've done this for a long time. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. But, you know, two Lokis came and I'm giving you the choice to take my job, basically. Yep. And he's like, you can run the TVA. The TVA has been here ever since I stopped the war with Elioth. I had Elioth destroy all these universes. To protect one timeline and streamline it. And, you know, everything is set the way it is, not just so I can be here, but to protect it. Like, it, it's very interesting because he's not like, he's like, he's like, we've all done terrible things. He's like, I may be a villain. Yeah, you're a villain. You've been done some awful things. And he calls her a hypocrite and all this stuff. And it's just, it's beautiful acting. But, it, it, but he's makes such a huge point. He's like, look, he's like, if, if this isn't, you know, guarded and protected the way it is the TVA that I created, then it's going to run rampant and wild and you're not going to like my variants. And he's like, there's, they're, you know, he's like, he says verbatim, like they're not as true as hard as I am, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's very interesting dynamic because this is not, he's more of an anti villain. And also uh, to come into some, some of my notes that I made on the show, like, this is uh, in the comics. There is a character called the one who remains not in the books very often or whatever, but then there's a character called Amortis that kind of has done what this character in the show has done. He's an older version of Kang, you know, whether Jonathan Majors looks old as this version of Kang or not. And, but he, uh, he's worked at the Avengers multiple times and tried to stop evil Kangs and things like that. But he's kind of an amalgamation of these characters. And and I like that they have kind of worked that way in. It, it's interesting they didn't use a certain name or not, and maybe it's a good idea they didn't, because um, that other character could come at a later date, which is you know really cool that Marvel's kind of skates around certain titles so they can use them later on. Um, it's kind of smart. So they uh, you know you know they're very similar that way. Like he's kind of excelled at time. Uh, you know, beat the universe uh, or, or, or time itself, uh, if you will, and knows what's going to happen and 
uh, you know, has been to the end of time and back and all that. Um, but yeah, uh, where was I at basically in the story? He gives him the ultimatum of taking his job, right? Yeah. And it's basically like they, they end up fighting, you, you know, and, and you know, uh, Loki and Sylvie, and they don't see eye to eye because one can't be trusted and one, uh, you know, can't trust. And I love the dynamic and the differences of these Loki. It's very interesting, you know, how, the, how different their lives have been and because of the TVA. And it's 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 interesting that uh, I'm I'm curious if this has happened many many times in a time loop, which is another thing I'll bring up a little later. But like, has this always happened? Like, has or is this a new uh, angle? This, if there is a time loop, has taken. You know, is this something that has been uh, um, uh, like like. Uh, the one who remains is said the road was paved. You think that, you know, maybe this time loop, if it had, if it was a huge time loop, do you think that the one who remains has made the little tiny steps because he's done with this shit to make this happen? You know, diverted a little bit off the path that has been this loop for eons, as Ravona has talked about having this friendship for eons with Mobius. So how long has this kind of gone on and him diverting a little bit off the path to give these two a chance to take his job. And then it just goes South or is it always been written this way? And he knows that another, either another version of King is coming after his, you know, death, which we end up seeing. It's very interesting. Like, is it a loop? Is it, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the breaking of a loop, uh, you know, at the end of the episode, or or what? Yeah, it's um, going to be very interesting to see how I, this I, all I, comes about. Yeah, and I and I love how people are like so like I know they're just trying to you know put news out there online, but they're like, oh, Marvel had a discussion with everybody about the multiverse and how it works. I'm like, no, no shit, shit, dude. Did, right? Yeah, <laughs> like uh, yeah, like it's just it makes like yeah, sure you want to say it, you know, but you but don't seriously. act surprised. Yeah, we're about to officially introduce a massive, massive multiverse, and we have no, yeah, we're just winging it. it. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> you know, we don't, yeah, whatever, it's whatever we figure out, it's gonna fly, and we'll just rewrite. No, we're, we <laughs> I mean, it's not like our show where, like, this is like the first time I've really had notes for anything, <laughs> like, like, we're winging it, they're not, they're not stupid, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, it, it's, it's just, it's very funny, but I, I, I love how, you know, Sylvie's like, look, man, you know, I, I, I appreciate all the things you've done. Basically to, like Loki is like, she like really cares for Loki, but she, it's she's not going to let him or anybody ruin her mission. And I, I, you know, we got them they, they kissed and whatever. And she pushes him through time or through whenever, because we still don't know. And that's another question I have. But, uh, you know, it, 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 we, we go through the rest of the episode. She kills him. He, you know, she stabs him. I, I and love how he, he says, uh, see you soon. Yeah. And well, and also because he's like reincarnation, baby, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it, in a sense, sure. But at the same time, like, and now I am, now I have more speculation, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
Because is it or is it just another version? Like, is it a loop or is it not? Like, and yeah, and well, that's another that's, good that's, Kang take over sure. and do this. Well, and also thing. like, yeah, we we get all that stuff with you know uh, Ravona. Um, and well, let's get to the end first, and we'll talk about the Ravona miss minutes and uh, and uh, I mean I know I'm kind of going long here, but I have some other questions I want to pose, but. Um, we get to the end. Sylvie stabs him. He's like, you know, see you soon. Winks at her. And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> she's like, I did it. But now was it worth it? <laughs> right. You know? And then there's no more Sylvie in the episode. Like, what happened? I was almost waiting for another Kang to show up and surprise her. And that would have been like, I would have been like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that would have been the the cliffhanger that I would have been like, Oh my God. Like what? Uh, I, I, I wonder if they filmed the scene like that or not, or if it was just written the way it was, but uh, that would have been something crazy. Um, so now going back to the episode, you know, we have Mobius that comes back, you know, he escaped the void. He goes to see Ravona. He's thinking about pruning her and he's like, that's kind of a good idea, but it's not who he is. And he's, you know, he's like, you know, we already have, plans in motion to take down the TVA. He's got B-15. Is it B-15? Uh, um, you know, she's gone, yeah. you know, to the high school or whatever that the Ravona variant is at to demonstrate that everyone's a variant. If Ravona can be a variant, everyone's a variant. And I, Mobius figured that out by the pen that she had that had like the high school name. And, you know, she, you know, B-15 ends up showing the other uh, TVA agents that are following her that, like, this is what is everything that we are to just to take down the the TVA. Does it matter at this point at the end of the episode? I don't know. And I don't think so. But and I really don't think so. Um, but that depends on a couple things. And then. We get Miss Minutes, who's supposed to be giving a whole bunch of little notes and uh, files on we, we still don't know exactly what to Ravona. And she's like, no, I think uh, he wanted you to have this. This is more important. And she's like, he who? And she's like, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just like, oh, shit. Like, and then you realize, I mean, you've already realized uh, that, you know, Miss Minutes is such a, a higher up character. But you also realize, oh, shit, Ravona don't know crap. Yeah. You know, and this is another uh, one of the things I'm going to bring up right now, which is a question in one of my notes. Uh, these files are these things about Kang. And this is uh, let me go through my notes. I have so much stuff here. Um, so. Uh, in this time loop idea. OK, when does she go? You know, she has all these files, minutes, 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 Miss Minutes gave her. Um, Now, if it's a time loop and Kang is trying to preserve himself, is this notes and stuff on Kang and where he might be? Because she says, she goes like, I'm going to search for free will. And earlier on in the episode, she's like, the only one who gets free will is the one at the end of time. The one who's who's in charge. And obviously she's talking about the one mains uh, right. because he's the one in charge. She just doesn't know who he is. So I'm I'm a, a weird to assume 
that Miss Minutes gave her a whole bunch of stuff that she didn't know she needed to know. Kind of glanced at these notes, read up on these notes, in between all this stuff uh, before uh, uh, Mobius came in. And is on her way to go find him. I mean, that's what I'm guessing. Now, if it's a time loop situation, this is possibly information Kang gave to her to find a younger Kang so he could figure out, you know, to do what he needs to do to get to the end of time. So the TVA can still exist. So the sacred timeline can still exist. And it could all be just done over again. If it's a time loop. Now, that makes sense, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Now... Another thing that makes me believe it could be a time loop. When we see the timeline in the beginning of the show, it is a freaking full circle. It's circling the Citadel. This is like almost the biggest confirmation that the that the sacred timeline itself is a time loop. Now, obviously, once the, you know, multiverse explodes after uh, uh, the one who remains gets stabbed. That's a different story. Now, whether that is meant to happen or whether that is like part of the end of time, the, you know, part of the very end of time that he didn't know was possible, was meant to happen and start another multiversal war, which will end up ending with the Kang at the end of time and then circle back around. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think that, you know, Marvel wouldn't do that. Um, but, but it's interesting to think that there has been a loop time for so long eons hundreds millions of years and you know then king was involved and the war was involved and then the timeline was secured and it's been kind of spinning ever since uh you know making sure the avengers do their thing loki does his thing you know and and, and then this is where i think like the loki picking up the tesseract hulk not taking the stairs you know a hulk <laughs> bashing the door the the Tesseract falling out of the case, like all this stuff was maybe planned by Kang to try and get Loki and Sylvie on their little path to take over right. for Kang because he's just sick and old and tired of it. Now, whether that time loop was his mistake or planned is another remains to be seen. Yeah. But um, oh, what else we got? We talk about the Immortus stuff. Um, now, uh, now the, 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 I mean, the TV is not bad, right? They're doing the job and they've done their job like amazingly for a long time. Yeah. Now, do you think, um, I guess for the show and for the viewer, we wanted to see this, but, uh, B-15, uh, you know, showing this Ravona variant to the other TVA agents, kind of exposing the TVA and everything. Does that matter? Oh, for sure. That's going to matter. I think. Well, I mean, but but does it at the end of the episode when Loki goes back um, or when Loki, whether wherever he goes, because we still don't know when right. or, you know, did he go to. OK, so let's talk about that. So he could have there's a couple different options. He could have been pushed back whenever in time, you know, into the TVA and not not really that. And that really doesn't matter. Because the TBA is outside of time. I guess he can go anywhere with the Tempad. But he gets pushed back into the TVA. Is that a different universe? Yeah, or is that the same? No, yes. I, I think it's a different TVA. Well, no, it's a different timeline. Yeah, yeah. But is it a different universe in the multiverse? 
So that's another, that's, that's a totally different question. So Sylvie pushes him through and he goes and he sees, uh, Mobius B15 and they don't recognize him. Now, is that because the time loop still exists and a new king won the war or the same king? Cause that's another thing. Could the same, same king have won the war? The king that Ravona found if she found him. And he said, you know what? Screw the timekeepers. Didn't work anyway. I'm just going to present myself as the leader and they can look at my statue. Or is it a evil Kang that is just like, you know what? Praise me. Here's my statue. Or is it a just totally different universe in the multiverse? So there are a few different options. So those are the questions I'm posing. Like it, 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 it makes sense either way. I'm just curious of what it is. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, and then... We get, uh, let's see. Um, <clears throat> King Ends War TV. I'm just looking through these notes here. Um, Yeah, well, I, another thing too, like with the timekeepers ending, uh, or, or 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 are they oh, okay? So here's an, here's another another point here. So at the end, when all the time branches are going off, before Loki shows up, they're like, uh, I guess you know, I guess there's no turning back now. And just hearing that, you have to expect that they're they're not taking care of these branches like they are instructed not to take care of these branches why you know they're just standing there watching it happen why are they instructed not to take care of these branches so someone instructed them not to and then at the end we you know before loki right before loki meets 15 and mobius she's like is he does he he expect us to just let all these branches, these 69 or 63, whatever branches happen. And I mean, the answer is yes, obviously, because no one's taking care of these branches. And then the TVA kind of flips out because we're like, Oh, I guess we're not taking care of these, but what are we going to do? You know, it, it, it seems like this was meant to happen. Like whichever Kang is ruling this timeline or universe or whatever is letting this happen. Maybe this one wants the war. Maybe this one is letting the multiverse expand. Maybe this is the timeline, the the one we need to be in. You know, the the prime timeline, if you will, that Loki came through. Time has changed because of Ravona, but he, this Kang is a different Kang because of Ravona, and or because of whatever happened, or whatever you know, butterfly effect that have kind of taken place. And this Kang is letting the multiversal war take place. That's kind of, I mean, that that's the easiest answer. And Marvel kind of kind of takes that direction wouldn't you say i mean they're gonna they're gonna try and take the path where it's going to make more story so i, oh, yeah. I don't see this being a different universe in my opinion I, these are all, all, a lot of great questions and interesting topics and discussion but the easiest thing for this show to kind of blow the universe the mcu up is to yes something happened with ravona she went back Whatever she did, change the timeline. This is the new Kang in place of the timekeepers. He's just Kang. He is the timekeeper. He is the statue. And 
Loki was never part of that uh, timeline being outside of time that he was. So, I mean, yes, he's sure he was part of the timeline, whatever, maybe he died or whatever, but he, he was never in the TVA for them to know him personally. And, and then now this is the new, the new, the new timeline rent, you know? Um, and, and interestingly enough <clears throat> on the whole timeline of the MCU, this show takes place before one division and Falcon and Winter Soldier. So the universe is exploding through those shows, uh, you know, in the timeline of the shows uh, that they, that the MCU is kind of put in. So we have that connection sort of with the timeline and the multiverse exploding and boom, there's uh Wanda flipping her, you know, her book, uh, the dark hold and, now she sees her, hears her kids. There's no coincidence there. Like she didn't just find them out of nowhere. It must be because she can hear them through the multiverse. Then that, that's another thing. <laughs> so there's, there's so much like happening now. And, and I know we didn't get all that crazy multiverse stuff or any cosmic craziness in Falcon Winter Soldier. That was so self-contained and its own little grounded story. And that's fine. Um, it doesn't mean that it didn't happen, uh, beforehand. But um, I, I don't think I have really much else other than that. It, it's mostly. Uh, oh, one other thing, it, you know, being that this timeline was so the, the quote unquote sacred timeline that uh, that the one who remains had it, 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 it. Now it feels like that the multiverse and the, the universe is so it's exploded the way it has. I think this is why we really didn't, other than them just not putting it in the script or whatever, or showing us. But I think this is another reason why we probably never got to see other cosmic entities. I, I think that our Kang, or our you know, one who remains, has kind of put a kibosh on all these crazy things. That's why we saw like a lot of these Easter eggs in the last episode with uh, the Living Tribunal statue. Like Maybe he wasn't a statue. Maybe that was actually his head. And the Living Tribunal being the embodiment of the multiverse, his head laying there in the void makes a lot of sense if there's no multiverse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe he was killed and this is his, you know, stone Medusa frozen head. I don't know. It, 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 there's there's so many things now that you can kind of pull from all this stuff that's happened but it makes a lot of sense. And now the multiverse is expanded. Now we can see these other, you know, eternity, infinity, Galactus, you know, all these other things that could have hindered Kang. I think he squashed somehow figured out a way to stop these things that could stop him. So he can create the sacred timeline that he created. Um, but uh, I think that's, I, th I think, that's all I had. Other than that, it was just other, uh, uh, like past stuff. Um, like, is this Kang that we met Nathaniel Richards, uh, who is, you know, both in the comics because time works so weird and differently in the comics, yeah. but Nathaniel Richards is like a descendant of Reed Richards of the fantastic four, but also in the comics, he was a, you know, uh, he was Reed's dad. Uh, there are like two different timelines there that are very weird. Um, so yeah, is, is he, or is this why they're casting, you know, other than white characters, actors for the fantastic four, or at least that's the rumor. 
but um i don't know very interesting if, if he's connected in the, that way uh and they're going to save that for later down the line but um I think that's all I have. Hey, do you have anything else uh, about about the show? Because that's that's pretty much it. Uh, a lot a lot of different things, good questions, but yeah, it's exciting stuff. It, it really is. I'm so excited for for more uh, with this show. I mean, season two confirmed. You know, where is Sylvie? Uh, who are we going to meet next? And how is everything going to be? Uh, uh, you know, and this also, you know, it 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 makes Eternals a little bit more interesting. Like all this cosmic stuff, like this, it, this has to be, you know, because of the multiverse has exploded, because the universe has expanded the way it has, as you know, let loose, if you will, since no one has a hold on it, let you know that the one who remains had, uh, it, it, you know, these, these, I think this is going to give a good answer to the question of where the hell were these characters when the universe needed them, you know what I mean? And it it kind of makes a little bit more sense now if you think of it, you know, the way I kind of presented it. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited to see him in Doctor Strange too, and uh, and everything else. Um, yeah, and, uh, and it's all kind of leads to Secret Wars as well, and that can be just the end of the time loop as well. <laughs> so yeah. if it's a time loop, <laughs> um, uh, you know, just a different variation on the loop. Uh, but yeah, that, that's Loki. Uh, and anything else on on the Loki there? Are we gonna we get finished um, the show? I need to watch it again. I think. I dude, watch <laughs> it again. <laughs> you how many? You just watched it once? Yeah, just the one time. Oh, dude, yeah, I had to watch it a second time. It was just yeah, like no, I'm, after I'm... watching. And these are all not my ideas. Like a lot of these are not my ideas. I watched like ten different videos that gave me that inspired me to talk about some of this stuff. So I'm just another guy taking ideas from other people on yeah, YouTube. You so. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, but they're good questions to ask, you know, and they, they, you know, they, it, it, they're all expanded on and, and whatever, but it's, it's very interesting stuff to kind of talk about and think of happen. For sure. Um, for sure. Uh, that, that's pretty much the show. And, uh, you guys can check us out on our website at superboobtubedudes.com and all the social media stuff's there. And uh, we'd love to hear from you and your feedback is welcome. And, uh, and we'll be back with you next week with, uh, some more, TV, and we have a whole bunch of cool new stuff starting in August. With, uh, I mean, you know, the end of July we got Titans. In August we have, uh, or is it both August? I don't know. I, I, Star Girls in August, and uh, a couple of other things are, are, are coming up. Oh, uh, what if? Well, we didn't even talk about that. We can talk about that. Um, but yeah, all the what if stuff that's coming. Uh, I guess week to week on Disney Plus as well. So that's. Uh, that's pretty much the show. I'm Dante Sarekia. All right, guys. Thank you for listening and keep on tuning. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.